last time on the fall. Good job, Astra. Well, now what? Well, we must decide which direction we'll go. So on the left and right, you have doors. Forward, you have a left turn about 20 feet ahead. Shoot. Someone just keep up with the directions. I got it. Those must be the classrooms. Maybe we'll find something in there that's worthy of our time. Uh, yeah, I say we investigate these doors. Um, I am going to use Mage Hand to open the door. This 15 by 15 foot room is set up as a classroom. Okay, I'll approach the construct. I'll, uh, I'll knock on his head and say, Hello, Metal Man, are you there? Uh, well, this, this residue here seems to be some sort of remnant from a portal, I would think. Based on what I can see on the chalkboard, they were studying how to make portals in here. Maybe they were using this as sort of like a test dummy. Well, there's four more rooms on this hallway. Maybe we should go check another one. Well, there's five, but I agree. Oh. So you step back into the hallway? I'm going to the last door that is on the right. There are a number of just wondrous items all along the shelves. A, a huge grin will uh, circumvent my face almost all the way around. So you step into the room? Yes. When you step into the room, give me a wisdom save. Good God. All right. Cool. 18. As you step into the room, you hear a high-pitched screech. And then a low, booming voice underneath. Curse you. Curse you, thief. These are my prized possessions. You cannot have them. You take 13 psychic damage as this thing is like screaming at you in your head. Everybody give me initiatives. Do it, no! I want to swing my crossbow kind of wildly back from left to right as I delay my turn. Just okay. like looking for something to shoot it at. All right, Astra. Well, I guess I'm going to approach the door. Okay, you're going over to where Finch is, who's like aiming a crossbow wildly in the room trying to find a target. What happened? Dorth, what happened? Dorth does not speak. All right, I'll uh, run out of the room that I'm in and into that room. What What happened? Uh, fellow Mir, it's your turn. <laughs> I'll run over. What happened? And then I'll bend down, try to pick Dorth up. Ah! Ah! What happened? Yeah, don't go in that room. Now look, this place is huge. There's a lot of rooms. All of them have something interesting in them. And you look quickly and you don't see any kind of secret doors or any kind of seams or anything. There's just this wall and it just burst open right to the right of Astra. Oh shit. Astra, you take 38 bludgeoning damage as this wall to your right burst into shrapnel of rocks and shards. Shield Guardian, like the two at the front door, springs from behind the wall, smashing you between him and the wall across from him. You fall backwards to your group, and he takes a defensive stance in the hallway, carrying a tower shield that takes up 75% of the hallway. Give me initiatives. Four. Uh, 22. It's an 18. 17. 17. Are we supposed to roll again? I guess not. They both got 17. We both had 17. 
Oh shit, y'all did. I thought you were just rolling. Like, I'm fucking sad for myself. Which one <laughs> no, y'all I was rolling. <laughs> I was rolling the shield guardians. I'm, I'm ready sorry. to duel. Duel. Du 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 duel. Duel. You win. Big time. You crushed them. Flawless. They crushed it. Perfect. I'm gonna get sponsored. <laughs> Professional dice roll over here. Happy feet. Wombo combo. <laughs> so, Keth, it's your turn. At your feet is Astra prone on the ground. She just got hit by all this rock and shrapnel, and this shield guardian takes a second, and y'all are kind of like in this haze from the explosion, and you see him prepare to face you all and just has this giant shield that takes up most of the hallway other than like his eyes. Astra, no! And I'll rage, and then I'll, uh, I'll try to rush him and knock him down. Okay. Give me an athletics check. 23. So you push forward and you just kind of slam into a shield. You feel the shield kind of take a dip, like a big diagonal dip as you hit him on his upper torso area. But you feel like it just kind of halt and like lock in place and then spring back on you. And then after Keth is Doroth. So Astra has gone down right in front of me, right? Yes. And this happened all of a sudden. I'm startled. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to reach down and try to grab Astra and pull her. I can exist in the same square as someone, right? That's halflings, not gnomes. Halflings? Gnomes should be halflings. <laughs> I've said this before. I mean, she's prone, so I'll let you, like, stand over her in the same square. But, like, if you were, like, to pick her up and y'all were to fight in the same square, no. Okay. Um, I'm just going to try to pull her back as far as I can. All right, uh, give me a strength check. Astra, how much does your character weigh? It's a rude question. Um, <laughs> 120 pounds. And then plus all the armor will probably put you at, at like 160 maybe. Plus the camera. It adds like 15. <laughs> 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 Don't bother. It's like I mean, if it matters on my turn, I was just going to try to get as far back as possible. Well, I think he's trying to save you for <laughs> from being close because you just got hit pretty hard. Uh, that's going to be a 19. Did you? I thought, thought I made it sound like you got I did. Bad. I got a crit miss, but then I used the lucky dice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't curious enough to see what happened if I crit missed on that <laughs> in this situation. Let me save you, Astra. <laughs> She just sits up and like throws you over her, sh her shoulder because you weigh one pound. Stands up and runs it. away. Stop resisting. <laughs> I never get to save anyone. <laughs> I just want to help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got Finch right behind you. Where are you, are you trying to drag her? Am I next? Well, yeah, but it's Dora's turn, so you gotta go first unless he wants to hold. I basically wanted to drag her like behind me. Like just so you're put, just passing her between yeah just, <laughs> just roll her <laughs> get her out of the the front fucking lines all right <laughs> so yeah I'll say that that will take up your movement if you just want to get her out from between you and Keth and now between you and Finch okay. like y'all are just passing her backwards and while I'm grabbing her I would like to do a cure wounds all right and uh, while I'm still in my startled state maybe it's not as calm a song it'll be like Doris makes things better Jesus Christ. I would like to cast this spell at a higher level. You get 12 HP. Hey, thanks, dog. Dude, no problem, G. Bahamin. Oh my God, that's the second <laughs> second Bahamin. Ah, yeah. Yippee, yo. Yippee, yo. 
What other hits were on that that CD? None. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe there were any. <laughs> I think it was that song on in, for nine tracks. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it had that song and two remixes of that song. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the like eleven tracks that were on it. All right, yeah, Finch, it's your turn now. All right, so did Dorothy get her moved like out of the way or just moved towards me now? She's just at yeah, your feet now. All right, so now I'm going to take her and get her completely out of the way if I can. All right. <laughs> so is behind you, so it'll uh, hinder your movement speed. I have a question. Is Astra unconscious during all this? No, she's no. away. <laughs> she's just dazed after getting hit, I guess. It's just being passed I back. mean, 38 damage in one hit is a fucking lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, to me, that's like saving Private Ryan. Like, I can't hear anything. There's just this buzzing going on, and I can barely keep my balance. And yeah, like, I was at 10 health after that. That's like a bomb just went off next to you. Yeah, yeah she got stolen. So she's, she's like dazed until she comes coherent, which is why her initiative's so bad, right? Yep. <laughs> I mean, does it make more sense just to move her back to Velomir and then try and make an action of my, my own? Well, mechanically, we have to, like count for the movement that you will have be hindered by with carrying her. Yeah. And then the movement would be half because you're trying to pass through Felomir Square. So yeah, I would just, if you want to just pass her back, I'll allow that to be your movement. Yeah, because it's not above his carrying capacity, I don't believe. Okay. So, so his speed won't drop. Yeah, what's feet. your strength? 16. Yeah. So you should be able to... Yeah, 160... Five, yeah, so you can... Yeah, your carrying capacity is like 200 something. Yeah, you can carry her back as far as you want, basically. So can I just pass Felomir then? Yes. I'm going to do that just because I know that my plan here is to sharpshoot. And so this gives Felomir not having me in front of him to do whatever damage he wants to do while also getting Ashra out of the way. So gotcha. I'm going to carry her out of the way as my turn. All right. So you try, you pick her up. You start to carry her to the intersection. In, in the intersection seems like a good place to be. I can move front, backwards, left, or right. All right, give me a perception check real quick. Sure. A free perception check. Nine. All right, so in the distraction of what's going on, you don't see what I'm trying to get you to see. Cool. So it is now your turn, Finch, for your action. All right, I'm going to take uh, my shot. Is this person hurt due to Keth yet? Oh, no. No? Okay, so very unwounded still. 17. 17 is a miss. It just dinks off the shield and then bounces into the air. Okie dokie. And then after Finch is Felomir. I have a question. All right. How high is the ceiling in this hallway? Uh, we'll say it is 10 feet. Like 10 feet total? Yes. Like from ground to ceiling so, and okay. it's a five foot wide hallway. How much space is between the top of this shield guardian and the ceiling? Like maybe a foot. Okay. Like he's taking up pretty much the whole thing. Mm. Um. Oh, fuck me. Um. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I can't really do anything. You can hold? Yeah, I'll, I'll delay. All right. After Felomir holds, it is the Shield Guardian's turn. And he does one thing. You see this small little wave of energy start to ripple in front of the shield, and then it burst forward. Dorth and Keth give me constitution saves. 16. Eight. All right. Keth, you hold steady and you succeed against the DC. But, Doroth, you fail. And this is basically a thunder wave shooting from his shield forward, like outward. So it pushes you back 15 feet, Doroth. Into Felomir. Into Felomir. And Finch. And Esme. <laughs> <laughs> and you take 
14 damage, Doris. Okay. And then, Keth, you will take seven thunder damage. And then, Keth, I need you to give me an athletics check. And I have advantage because I'm enraged. And it doesn't matter. Not, no, ten. He goes like one foot at a time, pushing the shield little by little, and uh, pushes you back ten feet as you're like kind of holding against his shield. And it seems that this thing is basically just trying to tell you to leave. I want to take my action. Okay. I want to cast Blink. Okay. And, oh, you motherfucker. And I want to end my turn. So you're just going to cast Blink. Do you do the chance, right? Do you go straight to the ethereal plane right now? Yeah, if I roll 11 or higher. Okay. Which I don't. Okay, so you're not in the ethereal plane right now. No, nothing happened. Okay. Astra, it's your turn. Okay, did I just get pushed back? Yeah, they just kind of like picked you up and like walked you with your arm around their shoulder between them like passing you back to the end of the line do you have you ever seen spider-man 2 you know the part where uh they're fighting or spider-man is fighting dr octopus on the subway and spider-man gets knocked out and the whole crowd just like carries spider-man beautiful like, scene yeah <laughs> heartwarming that's what happened in this yeah hallway. but with what just happened with the shield guardian did i get pushed back because everybody else was pushed back no the only person that got pushed back was keth because he got pushed all the way to felomir and okay. no one else got pushed back okay so this thing's trying to get us to leave dave just a random thought i'm gonna shout at finch the shield <laughs> <laughs> Use the shield. <laughs> and um, I guess I'm just going to back up as far as I can. Down where you came from or towards the classrooms, towards the living quarters? Back where we came from. And then you have an action still? I'm just going to drink a greater healing potion. Okay. So that'll be 44 plus 4. Nice. <laughs> uh, that is 19. <laughs> <laughs> And after Astro, we were back at the top of the order, unless there was somebody else that had delayed their turn. And so we're on you, Keth. Uh, I'm enraged. I'll just keep attacking. All right. Just with the Warhammer? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to attack recklessly. Okay. So 26 on the first one, and then uh, 22 on the second one. All right. So uh, you take your two swings, and you just, like, hit the shield real hard with each hit, and you can see, like, the shield breaking. What's the damage? 24. And with each hit, you can see like the shield kind of gives in a little bit, but then it kind of comes back into the same position where it was. And then Keth, after Keth, we're on Doris. So first things first, I'll stand up. Second, I'm going to move backwards into the hallway past the um, the intersection. So towards Astra or towards one of the rooms? Towards Astra. All right, so you move back 20 feet. And I'm going to use a Bardic Inspiration die on uh, Finch again. All right. Hi, dude. Remember, Superstar. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, shit. That's okay. It's my fault. And I'm assuming that's a bonus action? That is, I have to use... Yeah, that is a bonus action. Okay. So I still have an action. Shit. I'm going to use Cure Wounds on myself. Doris makes things better. That's gonna be 14. All right. And uh, we're on to Finch. Okay. Are we considering this shield guy to be damaged yet? Yes. Colossus Slayer is now in effect. All right. All right, so I'm going to um, 
After hearing Astra scream about the shield, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to take out the shield and unsheath my sword. And I'm going to kind of charge after getting my bardic inspiration. I'm just really feeling it. Okay. And I'm going for this uh, this first guy. And I'm really just going to try and lay it down. All right. So, yeah, do. I'll let you squeeze past Felomir and then, like, infiltrate Keth's section, like his square, to try and uh, get to the shield guardian with your inspiration. Give me the, uh, the longsword attack. <laughs> okay, I thought that was a seven at first. It was a crit miss. <laughs> but with the bar against inspiration, that makes it a non. Um, yeah. So what does that mean? So you, How does that uh, work? <laughs> do I just waste his bar against inspiration, or do I get it to at least get away from a crit miss? Uh, Kath, give me a, um, give me an attack with your dwarven hammer. Eighteen. Does that beat your AC? Oh yeah. Okay. So you see, as you rush forward and you see Keth like swinging his dwarven hammer back, because he's doing so well, even though he's enraged and angry, he kind of holds back as he sees you rushing forward over his shoulder, and then you kind of move just in time, and uh, you don't get hit by Keth's hammer. Well, that's cool. Behind. And then you take your <laughs> longsword and you just kind of stab past Keth still, and you just kind of dink with the uh, shield of the shield guardian, and uh, it doesn't do any damage. And then another idea I had before the shield thing happened was to actually like come up here and try and use the shield to actually like protect the front of the line and use it to just should I just use the shield as like my main thing to help people from not getting hurt as we continue to fight. So you want to like push Felomir back and take his square basically because Kess at the front of the line with a shield as well. Hmm. Well, I guess I don't want to hinder anyone from attacking him, but I mean, again, if I feel like I'm going to be able to help people by like getting on a knee in the front with the shield, then I feel like since I'm in the front, okay. it seems so like, you want to give that a shot? Yeah, I'd like I mean, to I'll... try and help protect my people in the back. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, if that's what you think you should do, then that's what you think you should do. So oh. yeah, right. you take a knee kind of near Keth and like trying to make a shield wall against a shield, basically. Cool. Um, and then after Finch is Felomir. Are they sharing a, a square or? So yeah, as you look forward, Felomir, you basically see Finch like squeezing next to Keth, trying to like cover up the hallway as much as they can because they're not as big as this shield. So they're trying to make their two shields into one big shield, like the tower shield that the shield guardian's carrying. So are they sharing a square or did I get moved back a square? You got moved back a square as Felomir rushed, or Finch rushed past you. Okay, so, okay. If I'm a problem, just holler. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to protect you. Growth protector. All right. I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to end my turn. Fuck. Going to bitch at me and then just stand there. <laughs> I'm working on something here. Yeah, what me are you too. Doing? And then he just walks up and like looks over his shoulder. <laughs> just like taps on his back. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, uh, the three of you <laughs> give me uh, constitution saves. Uh, so that's the three of you being Keth, Finch, and Felomir. 25. 17. Five. <laughs> so I rolled a crit miss on the last time, and then I rolled a two this time. What's up? Hey, it's not a crit miss, at least. Professional dice roller. I'm going for the three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> all the way to 20. Yahtzee. Finch. So you're like uh, reaching into Kess Square trying to help make this shield wall that y'all are trying to form against him. 
And before you can like really balance yourself, this thunder wave kind of shoots from the square. And uh, you take 21 thunder damage, Finch. And you're knocked back 15 feet. Thelomir and Keth, you both take 10 of that dam or 10 of that 21 damage for for succeeding. But Thelomir, I also need you to give me a dexterity save. 11. Finch is thrown backwards into you, and y'all just kind of roll 15 feet back, and y'all are now both prone in the hallway. And after the shield guardian is Astra. I'm also going to scream to her, it didn't work! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so everybody's down except for Keth. And you and Doroth. Well, Doroth's, I mean. (laughs) He's what? (laughs) The only person that would be blocking my shot is Keth, correct? Uh, yeah, I would say that a line of sight shot would pretty much ignore Doroth. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's no shame in being fun-sized. <laughs> well, I will cast Sacred Flame. All right. Uh, that is a... Cantrip? It's a saving throw. It's a saving throw. De- Wait, oh, dexterity? Dex saving throw. 14. It's 13. And he succeeds. Oh, no. He, like, quickly steps back as he sees, like, the light forming above his head and just kind of uses his shield to deflect the light down the hallway. But it doesn't affect you, Keth. Uh, Keth, we're at the top of the order. Your turn. Um, does he move forward again like he did the oh. last round? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he pushed us past the intersection? He did. And give me a perception check as you as he's like pushing against you, and you're like looking left. Can not make a dexterity save or s- some sort of check to like roll into one of the. Uh... Give me a perception check, real okay. quick. Six. All right, give me a uh, dexterity save to roll into the hallway. Five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he so, rolls. So as he's pushing you and you see that you're getting pushed into the intersection, you try to roll into the hallway real quick, but then you just hit something, something that you didn't see. And uh, it electrifies you. Electrifies? Electrifies. Is that a word? Electrifies. <laughs> the most electrifying no, entertainment. Electri- <laughs> no, <laughs> just real quick, just a little side note for Orbs uh, Grammar Corner. To be electrocuted means that it shocked you to death. To be shocked mm. means that you were not dead. Electrified. Interesting. If you're electrocuted, that means you are dead. So electrified is a word. Yes. Yeah, like executed, electrocuted. Yeah, electro. Electrified is it's pretty neat. Being shocked, not to the point of death. Also, huh. defenestrate um. means to be thrown. <laughs> 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 Window. Um, <laughs> of course irrelevant. it does. Irrelevant, but it's interesting. Wait, what's right. that word? Defenestrate. So if I get defenestrated, that means I got thrown from a window? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to have to start using that. Uh, so yeah, as you try to roll into the hallway, uh, something stops you and electrifies you for nine lightning damage. And as you react to it and look, you see that there is some sort of invisible lightning field that's blocking the left hallway and you can assume that it's happening on the right hallway as well and that activated whenever the shield guardian became activated well gonna smash him (laughs) (laughs) your turn i'll attack recklessly some more why not 
Ooh. Crit. Crit. Oh, no shit. Are you serious? I've seen it. Double yeah. crit. Double crit. Holy crap. <laughs> now we're back in business. Yeah, he got dude. electrified. Electrocuted. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do two natural d20 rolls. Both are 13s. An extra die for each damage for each of your hits, plus four. Okay, and then I get an extra die just for being a barbarian, I think. I thought it was an orc. orc. Yeah, one, an orc. one of the two. Yeah. So two extra dies plus four. Yes, for each hit. Hmm. All right, this is going to so take a second. It's 3d8 plus eight. Plus, or I'm sorry, 6d8 plus eight plus your strength modifier. Oh, nice. I'm using I'm using both my hands. Oh, you're, okay, you're going two-handed. So 60, 10. 60 plus 10 <laughs> dice. <laughs> 60, 10 plus eight plus strength modifier twice. Yeah. Just six or eight. What? 60, 10. 60, 10. Okay, that was six. Wait. Okay, so he has his regular roll, his extra roll from the crit chart, and his extra die from being an orc. Oh, it should be 4d10. It's 4d10 per hit, so it's 8d10. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Oh, man. Because we all seem to be in a really tight spot. <laughs> 22 plus 11, 33. All right. Mm -hmm. That's and then my 8. That's your 8d10? So all right. Plus 8. So plus 8 from the crits. So 41. 41 plus the strength. Your strength twice, plus six, so, so 47. <laughs> so you take your new dwarven hammer, plus two for each of those hits. Oh, oh shit. Another four. Oh, my yeah. God. Another four. <laughs> so 51 damage, huh? Oh, man. All right, so you take your new dwarven warhammer, and you just slam it into the shield. And I'm not going to say it was two hits. It's more like a flurry of hits. You see the shield just cracking in multiple places and getting dented, and uh, it splits in half and one half falls to the ground and the other half is showing the shield guardian. And you can see that now that you don't, you can see the shield guardian halfway, you can see that his feet are like, have like nails in the bottom of them and are holding him in place every time he steps. But it's only 50% cover now. So maybe some more hits will hit. And after Keth, we're on Dorth. So what just happened in front of me was hilarious. There's a, a, a pile of bodies in front of me and Kath just beating the shit out of this shield. <laughs> it's funny. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk up next to the uh, the pile of bodies and use Misty Step. And I'm going to be uh, now behind the shield guardian. That is a bonus action. So I also still have an action. All right. And I'm going to cast a, a uh, Witch Bolt because I now know that I can <laughs> cast it at third level. <laughs> That'll be all of my third level spells. But I'm going to cast a Witch Bolt. All right. It's going to be a 20, 25. That's definitely a hit. Thank you. <laughs> all right. That's a 31. All right. As you connect your lightning onto this shield guardian, yes! you just channel all of this lightning into him and you see it spreading all over him and he kind of spazzes for a brief second like he's maybe shutting down but then he like has a surge of energy and it's mm. Finch's turn stand up maybe take a step or two back because I don't want to keep getting hurt real bad and then I'll just how far back do you want to step not enough to hinder whoever else is behind me 
Well, there's three squares between you and Astra. To the middle square I go. All right. And I got Colossus Slayer, Hunter's Mark, and an arrow coming at him. Let's see what happens. That's uh, 17 plus 9, which equals a lot. Yes, that's a hit. (laughs) Nine damage. All right. So you take a shot with your arrow, and it flies true and goes right where the shield would have existed if Keth hadn't broken it in half and uh, impacts with the left shoulder of the shield guardian. Kind of gets all up in those wires and stuff, but he does not seem to react. And after Finch is Falomir. I will stand up. Okay. And do I have, if I were to cast an Eldritch Blast, do I have a chance to hit Keth? 10% chance. All right, I'm doing it. Because Keth's like savagely attacking, so he might accidentally jump in your way. So I'm going to say 10% chance. I'm doing it. So a one or a two on the 20? Sure, a one or a two on the 20. And uh, the plus one on attack rolls, is that only for melee attacks or does that count for spell attacks too? That counts for spell attacks as well. So you can just use your attack if you roll a one or a 20, or a one or a two, you are hitting Keth. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 16. 16 is a miss. Okay. The Eldritch Blast shoots past the Shield Guardian and goes right over your head, Doris. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> you get two raises. Yes. <laughs> and that's going to be a 28. That is a hit. Uh, 10 damage. You hit that same exact spot where Finch hit, and you see the arm kind of buckle and break and give and kind of just goes loose, but he's holding the shield with his right arm, so it doesn't do anything. And after Felomir is the shield guardian's turn. Bitch, Felomir, and Keth, give me a constitution save. 13. 12. 13. <laughs> uh, you all fail. And 18 thunder damage as the three of you are thrown backwards at Astra. Astra, give me a dexterity save. That is a crit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Omen. So as the thunder wave pulses from the shield guardian, Keth, Finch, and Felomir are thrown backwards and are just rolling towards you like bowling pins. Um, You just jump in the air as they quickly go under your feet. And now it's between, you have four squares between you and the shield guardian and Doris on the other side shooting lightning into his back. Sweet. Is it my turn? Yeah. I'm going to cast a chromatic orb. All right. Of lightning. All right. I'm going to give you advantage because he's already being shocked. Ooh. Spell flank. Uh, 18. The ball of lightning just kind of floats around the hallway and goes right past him and goes over you, Doris. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're back at the top of the order. Kath. All right. I'll uh, hop up and he's looking real broken. Would I be able to attack with Astra in front of me? Yeah, or what you, I need to use. She's like standing halfway between two squares, so like you could just walk past her and she can step back. I'll give that as like a free movement. I'll kind of push past her, you know, and very aggressively because I'm enraged and I'll uh, attack. All right, nineteen and twenty-six, both hit. Twenty-one damage. Yes. Yeah, you uh, pulverize this thing. You uh 
hit him once in the shield and kind of knock it to the side and then bring your dwarven war hammer into its face and you see the head just kind of pop backwards and then fall on like down its spine and then it just kind of like deactivates into a low like a crouch position can we say that when it does that they can see me over it and i'm just like waving yes <laughs> okay <laughs> y'all see dorth on the other side down the hallway as like smoke comes from his fingers <laughs> as he's waving at you I'll wave back and then fall to a knee because I'm very hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting up. Are you unconscious? I have one HP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep laying there. Hello, companions. It is I, Dave Cole. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. Got a couple of reminders for you. Prepare them dang old questions for our roundtable now. I know you've been writing them down like I told you to. You better be. Also, tell your friends about us. We want to be friends with your friends, and then we can be friends all together. And drop us some reviews or on whatever apps you're using. Remember, we're on Spotify now, so if you hate your current app, but you have Spotify, join us there. We also got two new Patreon supporters over the past week, and they're not even caught up yet. Thank you to Evan Wiley and Jonathan Harden for becoming patron of ours. If you're enjoying the show, consider joining our roster of Patreon supporters. I have some things I am working on, and your Patreon support would help me move in that direction faster. But it is a surprise, so you have to trust me that it is worth it. That is, if I can grow the skills to make it happen. But I think I can do it. I'm pretty sure I can. For this episode, I also want to add another D&D podcast recommendation to our growing list as we approach the end of Act 2. Adventures in Aurelia is a D&D podcast that brings you the rich and vibrant world of Aurelia as they spin the tale of two adventuring parties, one a band of recently escaped convicts looking for treasure, and the other a bright-eyed adventuring group destined to spare the world from draconic rule. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast with new players to learn alongside. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast where everyone has a good time. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast that is casual and inclusive. Adventures in Aurelia, a D&D podcast with lots of lore and creativity. Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. Find us at adventuresinarelia.com. That's E-R-Y-L-I-A. I'm going to start handing out some potions. Oh, and also, as soon as he deactivates, you also hear between you and the shield guardian door, and then you look to the right and left, you hear, and you see, like, the lightning on the side just kind of fade out uh, between the two hallways. How hard are you, Keth? I'm pretty hurt, but I have a, uh, I have healing potions. All right. Well, if you want to use those, I'm going to give... I'm going to turn around and see Felomir bleeding out and give him a supreme healing potion and just kind of like cradle his head and just feed it to him. Have y'all short rested since y'all woke up? No. Nope. Y'all should have all your hit die. You can use that. We do. Oh, all right. Well, you yeah, should always use your hit die first. I don't know if we're moving forward or not, but as I'm, uh, I'm going to crawl up into one of the hallways with the, um, <laughs> with the offices and the bedrooms okay. and just like lay in one of the beds. All right. <sighs> I think Felomir has the right idea. We need to rest. All right, so y'all kind of hold up into a room and take a knee. We could even say a short rest. That way 
just kind of sit for an hour. I'm going to collapse on the bed uh, <laughs> as soon as we walk in. All right. I'm cool with sitting for an hour. I also got kind of low there. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, roll some hit die. Just do it until I get the health I'm happy with kind of thing. Yeah. You can do all six because I think you're level six. Yeah, right? I have six. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't do so well. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to drink potions, too. Do what you got. Oh, jeez. As will I. I will drink one of my greater healing potions. That's a 44 plus four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink a lesser and a regular. And these shield guardians are fun. I just wanted to blink behind them. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you could. I mean, I can't help you there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't worry, man. I got you. Yeah, I was down to seven. Six. <laughs> And the shoot. Oh no, the thunder wave is what, what got us. And then Asher, you went down to ten at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and I went from thirty-nine to one. Mm -hmm. I went from fifty-eight to nineteen. I used five of my hit die, so I have one left, and I'm up to fifty-six now. So I'm two away from full health with one hit die left. All right. So y'all press forward, or do y'all want to talk for like the hour? Y'all have anything y'all want to talk about? I'm taking a nap. I don't think I got too much to say yet. Still exploring, it feels like. No. no. All right, new game plan. All right, from now on, I'll take the lead. That way, if we come across any traps, I'll take the brunt of the damage. And Astra, you're going to get the door. You're the door, girls. You, you'll get the door with your mage hand, magic hand. All right, sounds good. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say it's been an hour and Keth gave that speech. It's a long speech, Keth. <laughs> the whole time. No, y'all all nap. Keth gave the speech as y'all. He's just overly complicating this explanation of our new gameplay for an hour. It just, it just boils down to he's going to take the lead and Ash is going to open the doors. All right, so it's going to be Keth, then Astra is the new marching order. What's Who's after Astra? Sure, I'll go. All right, so Keth, Astra, Finch. I was going to say, I think Finch, since you have the capability of sniping from any distance... Maybe it I should be in the back. It might be best if you take the rear. I'll offer to, like, carry Dorith on one of my shoulders. Although that is not necessary. That would no, be cool. But since we're kind of squeezed, you know, we could just share the same spot. How high is the ceiling? It's 10 feet tall, and actually you're probably like 5'6". Yeah. And then you sitting on her shoulders would put it to 7 eight, and a seven, half, eight, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I guess I'll be in front of Finch. Okay. So it's going to be Keth, Astrodorth, Felomir, and then Finch. All right. So you move down the hallway after you've taken a rest. Wait. Oh, okay. Where is Oystrich? <laughs> On my other shoulder. No. Because he's got his legs around your neck. No. Oh, I was going to say, like, he could just sit on one shoulder. I don't want to be anywhere near that thing. Well, I mean, as you're getting up there, you'd probably notice Oystrich. I would? Probably. I mean, okay. Just sitting on her shoulder. Yeah, let's say that I'm climbing up her back <laughs> and I notice Oystrich. Wah! And I'm startled and I just fall down. That's not more than 10 feet. So, yeah, you don't take any damage, but you do fall into your back. I'm just going to turn around. Where are you doing? You know, I don't like rodents. Okay, I'll just hold Oystrich if it's that big of a deal. It's fine. I can walk on my own. All right, fine. <laughs> All right, so now the marching order is Keth, Astra, Doris, mm -hmm. Bellomir, Finch. And are y'all leaving the room that y'all were resting in? Yes. Yeah. All right. Proceed. So you walk down the hallway. You get to that section where the shield guardian popped out of, and it's literally just a five-foot square 
hidden behind this wall that he just sat in waiting for someone that wasn't supposed to walk by to walk by. Hmm. And then I'll turn the corner. <laughs> and you turn left, and there's like a 10-foot walk and then a and then a right. Is there anything that I can investigate about this wall to see if I can detect this booby trap further on throughout this, you know, dungeon in case anything else pops behind the wall? You can, yeah. I'd like to try and figure something out there if possible. I was going to ask. Uh, I s- detected the magic of the construct behind the wall, didn't I? You did. Okay. Um, from this point on, I would like to have detect magic on <laughs> at all times to notice if there are any more constructs in the walls. All right. Uh, Finch, give me a investigation check on this little cubby hole where he popped out of. Eight. Uh, you look into like look into the cubby as like you walk by in this train of people, and you don't notice anything as you're walking by. You're trying to stay with the group at this point. Cool. Uh, so, Kath, you turn right, or you turn left, and then there's like a 10-foot walk and then a right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to that corner immediately and keep looking? Yeah, I'll keep moving, but I'm moving uh, cautiously. Okay. I'm trying to keep an eye out for any more traps. Any obvious ones, anyway. So, as you round the little zigzagged hallway, you see a doorway that's about 30 feet away. There's a little sign on it. What's it say? Uh, you get a little closer to look at it, and it isn't common, and it says, Common Room. Hey, look, it's the Common Room. Well, that sounds safe. Well, just in case, let me let me use Mei Chan to open the door. Ah, yes, the door girl. I just look over my shoulder and roll my eyes, <laughs> and just pet Oystrich. <laughs> Which is brushing your shoulder off. Now, is wow. Okay. <laughs> Which direction is door is uh, is uh, Oystrich facing? Probably like forward. Okay. Not at you. Never mind. We'll say a little bit of ostrich dander, you know, <laughs> flows towards Dora as she brushes her shoulder. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I use Mage Hand to open the door. All right. So you open up the door and you pull it open. And in front of you, about 60 feet away, since you're 30 feet down the hallway, you see a shield guardian. Did you see the Royal Rumble last night? I did. It was like a fever dream. It was very, it was very weird, but oh. it was very enjoyable. Yeah, some real sur- surreal things happened. Yes, a leprechaun popped out from under the ring and chased a lady. Three dudes beat up a woman. Yeah, that during- happened too. <laughs> I'm so curious as to how long some of those dudes under the ring are just like waiting. You know, like have they been there since like six o'clock? He had to have been. Like- <laughs> they got water and a, like a bottle to pee in. They're just like hanging out for a couple hours. It depends on like who it is and what their body type is. Because if they can pass as like a, a ring crew or something, they'll come out dressed as a ring crew and then they'll just slip under like mm. while the lights are out. But gotcha. someone like Hornswoggle or some big a bigger dude would have have to like be under there all night yeah or not all night but you know maybe there's a tunnel or something <laughs> where they can get like an underground railroad that, can that be the next thing that your beanie says instead of superstars fun, fun size, size. <laughs> no because as as an artist we don't bring attention to my size oh okay because it, it takes away from my star power
Gotcha. Super Star Wars, but fun size. It's, it's not the vision. I'll hold, I'll, I'll hold to that as well. <laughs> Thank you. We learned something interesting about Thunderwave, did we not? Um, yes. <laughs> Why are you so tentative about that? Because Dave? I don't agree with it. I don't agree with what Steven found out with his Tomb of Annihilation well, game. Uh, just for the people, what, what was it? So for the people, cube spells have a different mechanic than, um, say, a spherical spell. And it can originate from the edge of the cube according to the player handbook. So, But the way Thunderwave is mentioned, it says it originates from yourself, which to me means your center of the Thunderwave. To put it in perspective of what's going on here, in the square that I'm in right now, I would have to stand up, but I could put a, a cube of Thunderwave in the square that Keth is in and not hit Keth and hit the shield guardian. Incorrect. No, you would you would still hit me. Because it's got if you're a, in the center? The the face of the cube that you're I guess casting it from has to be touching you, which is the where so, the self cast comes in. Yeah, mm -hmm. if, if I'm in that cube right there, I can put my hand on the edge of the cube you're in, and the thunder wave would be that cube and you would be in the center of it. That's the way I understood it. Right now. That's why I was saying it doesn't make any sense because it would blow back onto me. I agree. And that's why I think it originates on you being the center of the cube. That's why I don't agree with the way that that spell is, is, is argued on the internet. Yeah. Because like it's not clear to me in the handbook, but it might be my illiteracy with Dungeons and Dragons. But people have fought about it online for quite a while and i even found some guy on some forum like using a bunch of x's and like a nine x grid thing and like explaining where you are versus where these yeah, nine x's are it's the same post i was looking at so it, so have you guys seen the the graphic in the book about the yes. little chalkboard yes okay uh and that's like last night was it last night or was it this morning where you were like came into me it was last night because we were talking about getting dinner and I took, I got distracted and started looking at the book. And I was like, I, and I was like, I was just looking at it after our Tomb of Annihilation session at your house, Stephen. And I was just like, this is stupid. I don't like this interpretation of it. A cube's point of origin is not included in the cube's area of effect, unless you decide otherwise. So it wouldn't blow back onto me. No, the point of origin would be you would be right on the edge of the point of origin of the fifteen foot cube. Okay. My understanding is that you can move the cube also upwards. Yeah, so you could be you could be the bottom corner of the fifteen foot of the cube, or the top corner, or the center, or the center, or anywhere in between. But the way that Thunder Wave just works, mm -hmm. like just, that, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that it wouldn't blow back on him, even if you put it in front of him. So I I want to continue doing Thunder Wave the way we've been doing Thunder Wave since the very beginning, and you messed up, Kath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll keep that canon. Nice. <laughs> but we should just take this this portion of the episode and cut it and just put it in that post or whatever y'all are looking at. <laughs> like, just have this be the, the be-all, end-all of this argument. <laughs> that our homebrew rule on that discussion yes. and that description of Thunderwave is that 
it comes from you all around you. And so it was. If Brazil for- and the Netherlands agree with us, we've got like a couple, you know, countries. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're going to start. We're going to be fine. <laughs> Viva la revolution. <laughs>